0: What's better than this? Guys, being dudes.
1: This podcast contains language and themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hello and welcome to the Tree Busted Barstool's podcast, episode four, season two. Um, unfortunately, Beric can't be with us today, so you're just joined by myself, the Sasquatch, and the last bastion of research, the Doctor. How are we? We are good.
0: Good, good. Not too bad. Not too bad for a Monday. Although I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty worn out after that weekend. Um, my God, it was exciting yeah. for sports.
1: There's a, there's not a whole lot of point in beating around the bush and <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot to get through it was certainly one of the more I suppose action packed weekends in sport but on Absolutely. field off the peel, field um, we might just kick it off with a quick look at the Premier League on the far side of the pond um, as I'm sure a lot of you are aware um there was some phenomenal results over the weekend the last two games of the weekend i suppose are mm-hmm. yeah being the key but you might just give us a quick run through of the other fixtures um this weekend there at Duck, yeah
0: so a lot of a lot a lot of goals i think if my maths is correctly there was 41 or 42 goals
1: yeah but 41 so I, I think, <laughs> game, but...
0: basically um Chelsea came out in the second half of their game at Sanford Bridge and annihilated Crystal Palace 4 um, 0. Surprisingly, Everton are top four mm. wins from four. They beat Brighton 4 um, 2. Leeds and Man City was exciting ish because it was kind of Guardiola against Bielsa. People were like, I ah, know Man City will fucking trounce them. But they got a draw the, of it. Game so, for the yeah, playlists, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on a, a rainy night in Leeds. yeah, um, yeah won all. One all that match was. Sterling uh I didn't see the first half. I did see the second half though. Uh so Sterling got them off uh to a good start, one nil. Apparently it was a screamer. I'm gonna need to watch that back. And then uh Leeds put in a good showing in the second half and they got they got their equaliser, so a uh, good result there. Poor result for Man City. They've had a, a bad enough start, actually, to be fair. They're only on four points. They played three games, but you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a, gonna be a long, long season. Um So yeah. Um Burnley still went out a win, they were beating 3 1 by Newcastle, St. James's Park. Uh, for some reason. And Beric isn't here, but West Ham Seem to be on fire when David Moyes Isn't on the touchline the, He's that, still that, had, And they've beaten a pretty Impressive Leicester side 3-0 Yeah,
1: that's, and that's 7-0 uh, se- across the past two games Across the
0: past two games, yeah, yeah Fucking hell um, Yeah, young Jared Bowen on the score sheet for them as well It's pretty good for the kid So, hope to see them Have a good season actually, I can remember mm-hmm. we were discussing This a couple of times saying, you know they're not fucking. A club like that shouldn't be fucking scraping by, again forty points no, and just just it. surviving. Like they should be getting mid table up to
1: Europa League spots. Yeah, they should be anywhere at between least. six and tenth. Yeah, realistically yeah. speaking, given the history, the resources. Um, yeah. Li- like I know a lot of West Ham fans give out, but but that stadium for the deal they got it for. Yeah. It it was a fantastic piece of uh, business. <laughs> I know, so mm. Say
0: yeah um i bet no surprise there that's Southampton beat west brom uh 2-0 i suppose um mm. and then the arsenal um gunasaurus god bless him got made redundant today
1: <laughs> given the p45 today yeah. as arsenal, <laughs> so they as must arsenal, be planning on a big sign as arsenal offer i just read just their offer they need the money yeah offered the 45 million um to let it go for party party, uh, party. yeah um, interesting um, yes, move, so, yeah. I suppose oh, a lot of this comes down to Stan Gronky, Um yeah. but For those who don't know, he's the he's the owner of Cronky Sports Management. I think it's called. They own a number of sports teams around the globe. So they own St. the uh, L. A. Rams, the Denver Nuggets, on top of a, a host of other sides you probably never even heard yeah. of. Um, but where a lot of his money actually comes from is his wife is one of the WalMarts so powerful family in america yes if you follow the nfl you notice the rams have moved into a new stadium denver nuggets had their their arena redeveloped a number of years ago so the talk is how true this is is that arsenal is now his next project and it would kind of fall in line with how he does things he tends to, to buy a new team observe for five to six years yeah. And then he tends to start making some pretty radical changes. Um, you will have heard about Arsenal streamlining, um, the workforce over COVID perfect uh ex like excuse to do it. I mean, they got rid of Pat Royce who'd been there for twelve years without. Yeah, yeah, a, a long time. So, yeah. Interestingly enough, as well, that was Sheffield United's first goal of the season as well. So a far. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Their performance last last year wolf struggling against fulham 1-0 and then i suppose the two games everyone's mad to discuss
0: uh, yeah this is uh, this is the absolute definition of super sunday
1: <laughs>
0: absolute definition i don't think anyone saw this coming uh to be quite honest as a man united fan i was nervous i was like you know Tottenham might my fucking sneaker win here i'd be happy with a draw and um, given the way, they were just terrible against Crystal Palace. Brighton, they scraped by with a 3-2 win. So lucky to get the win right at the end in like the 100th minute. And then, Dumel in the Carabao Cup and then just had a dream start. Next yes. two minutes, got one nil up. And then, fuck me, things just got wild after that. Like, Ooh. beyond... Oh, I can't even sum that sum that up. Like Tottenham were amazing. Um, Harry Maguire was fucking shy. Like just, just terrible. Like, uh, I, I have, have to say, uh,
1: yeah. You've got to ask a question. I think United, like obviously, you see they they're pretty close to to sealing that uh, Cavani deal. Yeah. The money should not be invested in players. It needs to be invested in coaching, because you buy all these players like mm. Marcus Rojo came to the club would have at the time been acknowledged to be a good decent defender Harry Maguire paid top dollar for him at the time yeah. was believed to be a good defender Luke Shaw at the time was believed to be the up and coming English defender yeah. like, you keep signing all these defenders but I think the money needs to go into coaching
0: yeah okay that's a yeah. that's an interesting point uh, I'd say the next uh, well I know we're f- that dreaded international break yeah. we're headed into. So, you know, we'll be excited for the next day, uh, for match day five. But I could imagine a lot will go on behind closed doors during that international break. besides the, so the direction of the the yeah. club itself and what it is they're going to do. It hasn't been a great transfer window for the meter, although I think they're making two or three signings today. So what's, what's 11 o'clock is the... Quite it's awkward. when it closes. It's eleven o'clock tonight, yeah, so Tellez. tuning tuning in. Tele from Porto. Yeah. Porto, yeah, yeah. We'll
1: they
0: have, have to be Van, to Van de Beek in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <Can laughs> uh, yeah, they have Van De Beek in, Cavani. I think they just need to stop. In the pursuit of Jaden Sancho, and I know I think I said this last week. It's gone on long enough. It's fucking ridiculous now. What, this was, point.
1: The, what was the quote from Dortmund uh, over the weekend? It was like we've said no twenty-seven times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, we'll um, you know. but yeah, a couple of uh,
0: a couple of talking points on that was obviously United you know, just fell to pieces. They were like four one down after forty-five minutes, but Martial sending off very soft was very very so very, very um controversial in that like lamella struck him it was lamella wasn't it
1: it was lamella yeah
0: had struck him forced but what soldier was saying you know i commend him for not going down and like falling all over the place but then like martial reacted which he shouldn't have but you can't really tell when you're in those situations
1: mm. Do you know yep.
0: what i mean what the players thinking? it pure purely natural reaction or reflex but then Lamella goes down.
1: Like a sack of spuds.
0: Like a sack of spuds, as if he's after getting a smack of a train on the chin. Yeah. And then Martial gets sent off. I mean, she really, it was only 2 1 at that time.
1: Yeah. And, and if, then
0: the goals start flowing after that. So.
1: Look, it's very hard to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. very it hard. It influenced
1: so. the decision. But at the time, yeah. it did seem like United you know, you had a few chances then as well to maybe equalise. Yeah. It's very hard to get bet six one and say, "Look, the red card was a decisive moment in the game." Yeah, but yeah. I do think there is a little bit of truth in it. Not a whole lot. I do think United probably on the balance of play would have been bet maybe four two or
0: yeah. Two, they they still they still could have been yeah yeah. But, but uh, that was yeah that was that was really really bad.
1: So I suppose at full time, Patrice ever. Was ready, yeah. Jesus, my in.
0: heart went out for him. It was just awful to watch.
1: Went was about to in his notice, and then yeah. some things went down yeah. <laughs> just a little bit north of Birmingham. um, like it, the Earl boy said this to me today, so I'm going to quote because it's quite good. He goes, it, It's not every weekend United and Liverpool are at sixes and sevens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very good, Mr. Bashford. Very good, very dry. Um,
1: <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, Villa Liverpool seven two. Jesus, this
0: one again. No one ever saw this coming. My word, my word.
1: Um, biggest defeat by a defending champion mm-hmm. in Premier League history. Um, obviously down Sadio Mane who had tested positive for COVID.
0: COVID, yeah, the yeah. Allison uh, was injured as well.
1: As well, but my God. You would have expected Liverpool to have enough in the tank to...
0: See, see them off by a couple of goals.
1: Yeah, even a draw there. But to be... To, yeah. even, even the last one, they would say, oh, fair enough, it's going to happen. But yeah. beating 7-2, embarrassed, um, especially after... <laughs> I know maybe they're not in the same ballpark just yet in terms of challenging for a title, but United would still, to this day, remain Liverpool's biggest rivals.
0: Rival, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Biggest rivalry, and to go out, go out there after that result, United kind of really saved a couple of <laughs> United fans from being on watch uh, this week. I think. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, fucking hell.
1: Patrice yeah. Everton i name one.
0: Patrice Everton i name one. Yeah. Um, my God, yeah. I just, it's, it's, it's mad. It's mad. It's like I was watching. I was watching both of them, and then. Like, the United match, we went to 4-1. I was like... I just... I watched the whole thing. Like, I sat there and I watched it, and I watched the post-match analysis, and I watched a uh, reaction from uh, Luke Shaw and Solskjaer, and then watching that Villa-Liverpool match. like we were 4-1 up at time. And then it ends 7-2. But it was some fucking performance. Mm. Like, would you say... Would people say... Aston Villa are incredibly awesome, or would they say Liverpool were just shy?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a combination. Both
0: are a combination, yeah. A combination
1: yeah. Of, of, of Villa playing good football, Ollie Watkins looks like some footballer. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: they've added Ross Barkley in there now, and I don't think yeah. it was all Ross Barkley, but I do think they're a solid manager. They've added yeah. some pieces. Um. Liverpool, for there's no doubt about live off the boil, but it doesn't discredit Aston Villa from from an awesome performance. To be fair, mm. one that will, um, I suppose not cheer cheer up is is the wrong term looking for, but it will hearten a lot of Aston Villa fans for the season ahead because yeah, this season outside of like outside of any other season, you're gonna have games, you're gonna be missing players because of COVID, because of injury, because of suspension um yeah. it's gonna be a long hard season we haven't really hit i suppose the peak i don't think of covid mm. um and we haven't hit the peak of the winter so yeah performance that'll keep keep Villa fans warm <laughs> all all winter
0: yeah um, exactly yeah um yeah with some some performance all right i mean some of the even some of the chances that they had that they missed i mean that could have easily been nine or ten mm, too mm, mm. could have easily been nine or ten too um i think at one, one stage, Grealish was well in on goal. Ross Barkley was well in on goal. And I think um, it, it was the goalkeeper again, Adrian.
1: Adrian, yeah.
0: I think he saved both of them with his feet.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, yeah, Jesus. I mean, the amount of times he ran on goal, it was just incredible. And then Grealish got two goals and three assists. So it's like some kind of record for involvements in goals in the Premier League. Uh, now, I could be wrong about that. I'm sure there's, there's
1: more. Very weak to have them on your fantasy football side, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... And just on top of that, as well
0: as Everton, Aston Villa are three wins out of three. They didn't play in the first
1: second. weekend. Second because of goal difference. Oh,
0: second because of goal difference. Sorry, mm. second because of goal difference. But they're, they're run-beating three wins from three. So fair mm. play to them. That's they, They'll... Like yeah, they like you said they'll they it's going to be a long season but they'll take heart from that good start and hopefully uh hopefully they'll have a a decent season. Well, look, and finish I, I
1: somewhere. Think that win might, you never know. Just with it being transfer day, anyone yeah. that was kind of on the fence maybe that they were looking at joining might now be a bit more willing to go to Villa. Yeah. Um and you're going to take a week's break now, week's holidays sitting on that now and saying, right Let's hit, a, hit the ground run as soon as we turn. i not going to have an awful lot of players away on international duty. Probably Tyrone Mings. And yeah. Grealish is he in the English squad this time.
0: Grealish, I think it is. Uh, John McGinn would be away. He's um, Scottish. I want to say Scottish. John McGinn. <laughs> yeah, I think, okay. I think so. Yeah, I think it's Scottish. Yeah. Scottish Northern Ireland. Um, who else? Yeah, there be a few others, but they're not Martin Emilio Martinez,
1: yeah. It's Argentina. Um, um, it Argentina. Argentinian debut, which, after the amount of time he gives to, to ourselves at Arsenal, mm. fully deserved, very loyal servant. Um, I suppose other happenings around the world of football, where we are covering association football. Uh, strange one in Italy. Um, yeah! I to play Juventus over the weekend. And there was a number of COVID cases in the Naples area. As a result, Napoli were advised by local government not to travel. Um, They informed Syria of this, but Juve, I think, and I'm willing to be correct on this, um, because I read it on a fairly dodgy source, probably not a real reliable source. In order for Juve to get the points, they had to show up. Show up? So Juve showed up, did the warm-up and then the game was postponed and i think they were given points. Yeah. Because of the late withdrawal of Napoli because they literally got the Yeah. It's a bit tactical a bit maybe not in the spirit of the game but there is a bit of a rivalry between Juventus and Napoli. I know the people in Naples yeah. aren't huge fans of northern Italy. Um, <laughs> so interesting one. Um,
0: Very interesting. Yeah. So i think basically that means Juventus just get a, a forfeit of a 3-0. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is you know could affect, like, goal difference, like, that's a, that's not a tie you'd, you'd, you'd imagine being 3-0. Um, yeah. So could pay dividends at the end of the season. Yeah, and
0: um, there was, apart from that, in, uh, just to, to do a, a quick kind of rundown about kind of things going on in Europe, there was also the, oh, no, that was, Thank my noise. pardon. That was yeah. <laughs> sorry, I thought it was. Who's the other big um, rivalry? Is it Lazio Roma?
1: Lazio Roma would be there yeah the. Yeah, Roma. sorry, that
0: wasn't on. Yeah. I thought that was. I thought that was at the weekend. No, Lazio played Inter it was one on But uh, Atalanta coming on strong again. They whacked in something like ninety eight goals. They had a five two win. Can't seem to stop scoring. And then um, I suppose one of the big ones yesterday in the Bundesliga, Lewandowski, with four goals. I was boring Munich four here to Berlin three. Um, So that was a pretty close one as well. Um, Tight at the top in the Scottish Premier League. Mm. Uh, Pub League, as some people may call it. But uh, yeah, Celtic had a 2-0 win over St. Johnson. Rangers had a 2-0 win over Ross County. Celtic still have a game in hand, and Rangers are one point ahead. But uh, like I said, we're going into the international break now, so we won't see out for two weeks.
1: Yeah. Um. um yeah. Another strange one, just to bring is, uh, going state it again already. Um. In the MLS, the mm. new side San Diego Loyal, they're called. They are co-founded. Um. Uh, Landon Donovan basically is a co-founder, president, and a, and the manager, and they have an openly um, homosexual player who was abused in the pitch and they decided to walk off it also follows i think about three maybe four weeks ago they had a african-american player receive racial abuse and they walked off again so it's quite it's quite good to see a club actually taking action because yeah, yeah you often see scenes in syria and you always ask the question just walk off just
0: walk off exactly yeah
1: um, so that's twice in under a month maybe they've actually walked off the field which is not easy to do as the new league new side in the league Um the san diego loyal so fair play to them and um, yeah fair play guys sport has no place for bigotry Um. while we've gone to the state side we may as well tip on to mm-hmm. another crazy week in the nfl to be to be quite frank um. So um some interesting results, some interesting off the field incidents. So first and foremost, uh the news filled the truth on Thursday that a number of Tennessee Titan players had tested positive for COVID. As a result, that game against the Steelers was expended till I think week eight. Um, and we kind of accepted it. And then the news broke that Cam Newton tested positive for COVID. They, yeah, of course, due to play the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. Or, yeah, tonight. Um, it was postponed on Monday night, which was... At the time, we kind of thought it was going to be a full postponement. The same as the Tennessee Titans and the, the Steelers game. And then a Saints player tested positive for COVID. And we thought, well, that's three games in the same game week. However, the Saints player was actually a false negative. Um, so that game went ahead. And the Patriots-Chiefs games... Is going ahead and um, number talking points I suppose, to quickly quickly run through it um, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow number one draft pick picked up his first win last night a 33 25 victory for the Cincinnati Bengals over Jacksonville and um, I think there was a stat post I think he's, he's the first rookie in NFL history to have three 300 plus yard games
0: <laughs> that is correct yes yeah.
1: so Brilliant one. Uh, arguably, the pick of the night was the Cleveland Browns' victory against the Cowboys, forty-nine points to thirty-eight, free-scoring game with Odell Beckham, M- maybe ready to come back and um, scoring three touchdowns. Also, a very interesting talk about probably be the worst game of the r- of the round. The Giants faced off against the Rams. Now, the NFL was probably looking forward to this game because it's two biggest markets in New York and LA first time playing against each other Um, and it was a puke fest (laughs) it was probably the worst game of the season however (laughs) it was marred by a bit of controversy so wide receiver for New York Giants is Golden Tate and cornerback for the LA Rams is Jalen Ramsey at the end of the match they had to be separated bit of a kerfuffle and Carried on and I think at one stage Jalen Ramsey was waiting outside the change room for Golden Tate to come out. I suppose what it transpires down to is a bit of off-field drama. It's All alleged as per usual but um, the sister of Golden Tate was in a relationship with Jalen Ramsey. And while pregnant he left her for a Las Vegas dancer I think is the term used. And she doesn't do the she does she doesn't do the can can. Um let me put it that way. So that's kind of been back and forward on Twitter and stuff over the last kind of year. I think this is their first matchup, so but the fireworks at the end was the only thing that could save a poor game. <laughs> um other than that, I suppose the Seahawks, Ravens still unbeaten. Um Seahawks picking up the, the win there against the Miami Dolphins. Um Coached by Flores, they're 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 improving. Kind of every 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 week, they're kind of improving slowly and slowly. Um, it's a huge rebuild going on then in Miami, and hopefully they'll be back to some semblance of high function. Um, in the coming years. Um, outside of that, Colts Bears terrible game. Um, Vikings won their first game of the season, victory over the Texans. Um, who now dropped to 0 four. And the pride of the NFC East, the big bad green Philadelphia Eagles beat the San Francisco 49ers to go top with the top of the NFC East with their first win of the season in what is possibly the worst division in professional American football. Um other than that, um, two games tonight. You, as I said, you've got the New England Patriots. And the kansas city chiefs and you have the green bay packers and atlanta falcons no doubt that would be an interesting matchup given how poor the atlanta falcons have been this year with the number of uh, come from behind defeats they've suffered um and dad on that doctor um i'll be sure
0: to watch you into those matches tonight and get my knowledge up and going
1: so
0: yeah. we can have, so I can actually have some input when this conversation yeah. starts going on with yeah. the
1: podcast. Getting getting a bit better, getting a bit, You're better. Getting a bit better at it. Yeah, yeah. But by the by the time we get to season five, you'll really be,
0: <laughs> you'll really be rolling. Season five due for release twenty twenty
1: two. Yeah, Jesus that's that's that soon. Um, anyway, uh, we've, covered EPL, we've covered the EPL, we've covered the NFL. We shall return. Shortly after a quick mm-hmm. word from our sponsors. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. This episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the Square Ball. The Square Ball is located just off Marion Square. It has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue making it the perfect spot in Dublin to catch the game. For more information or to book in, please visit the-square-ball.com. Thanks. Hello, welcome back to the second part of the Tree Busted Barstools. I suppose we've, we've covered the... The EPL, we've covered the NFL, so we're going to take it a lot closer to home and we're going to touch base on the GAA, the club championship at the minute, and then a look ahead to what we hope will be an inter county championship starting October 17th. And it's quite up in the air this moment in time. And I think the government had, had lobbied moving the whole country to stage five in their roadmap for dealing with COVID. Now seems that they'll actually switch it back to phase three. Um at which stage today the GA suspended all four of their club fixtures. The conspiracy theorist inside of me says this was the last ditch attempt to try and save the intercounty championship. And as yeah. a result, corporate sponsorship. Um quite interesting. Um but yeah, um, we will get to the number of i suppose county finals that we're on this weekend a quick recap um but some of our more eagle-eyed social media followers will have noticed we have recently launched a fan giveaway competition so effectively (laughs) yeah (laughs) effectively what we're doing is we are offering a 60 pound sterling voucher to a company called usasports.co.uk so if you're an NFL fan, an NBA fan, a Major League Baseball fan or an ice hockey fan there is plenty of jerseys, hats, caps, gear, apparel um, that you can spend that money on but basically what we're asking you to do is a post on Instagram or even if you go to my Twitter, this Sasquatch Group, um, you just share the post and send us in a fan question. If you're looking to send a fan question, you'll find it in the description wherever you find the podcast or in the bio on our social media channels. So the kick is off and the first name in the hat for the competition is a gentleman by the name of Cormac. I have a final question there for um, the doctor, the Bundesliga expert. He'll be a massive RB Leipzig fan very soon. We can wear our jerseys together. (laughs) How does he reckon that dubs are going on this year in the football obviously will it be odd it will be odd watching them behind closed doors but is he looking forward to watching dubs on tv at Kroger? and who does he reckon is dublin's best bet for player of the year this year
0: thank you very much for your question um I haven't made my mind up about ordering a Leipzig jersey or not, but uh, (laughs) I appreciate your comments on that one. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to the championship. Obviously, it's going to be incredibly, incredibly different uh, watching it from behind closed doors, given that it's going to go on into the winter. It's going to be odd watching championship football under lights as well.
1: All Ireland finals I for the nineteenth of December. I think willing to be corrected on that, but
0: yeah, yeah I think it's due because the, the yeah the week before Christmas and then the hurling I think is the week or the two weeks. Uh prior to that, yeah, it's 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 fairly different because you have a lot of like Jim has gone, so Desi's in charge now. You have a lot of uh, big names that would have stepped aside. Dermot Connolly announced that last week. He was uh, uh, the from. Brain. Uh, oh that's great Gary, hey you uh, um, look there, there's a lot of
1: Marino. there's a lot of parallels if you think about it um, two immensely gifted footballers on the field with issues off the park true,
0: true Um. yeah uh, who else, Dr Jack, obviously he's down in Kilkenny now in St Luke so he has a lot of focus on his uh, on his career as a doctor obviously with COVID and stuff going on
1: to quote Anchorman going into his well. business uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not Anchorman. Uh, uh Step Brothers. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, so there's a good a, a good few uh players that weren't there anymore, but it gives opportunity to a couple of the younger lads coming up through the ranks as well. Uh, I reckon they'll get on quite well. I reckon it'll be another another All Ireland, it could be six in a row. Um I think they still have that strength and depth there even with new people coming in. Mm. I think they do have that strength and depth there. They still have that willingness, and I think that, although Desi would like to put his own stamp on it, that Jim Gavin philosophy will still be there.
1: Yeah, I think the culture. I think they still have enough. The, the culture. They left still. The culture yeah, still yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. As for strong bet for Dublin player being player of the year, I would say. I'd have three names in mind. I'd say Paul Mannion, Conor Callan, mm, that. and James McCarthy.
1: Yeah, um, hard to argue as a as a fan. I, I'm delighted you didn't ask the question who 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 would we put down for player of the year, <laughs> um, because. There's another 31 counties there who'll all be chomping yeah. at the bit. To yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I just, I, I, don't know if they can do six in a row. If they do, it's an incredible achievement given the turnover, the change in coaching staff, the fatigue of the, the five in a row. Yeah. Um, and then this crazy, crazy year that is a COVID affected season. Yeah. Jesus. Um,
0: um, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say, just, just on that, I'd say for footballer of the year outside of. Those Dublin lads that I mentioned, I'd say uh, young David Clifford mm-hmm. would be a good show for it as well if I yeah. taking a non-Dublin view of it, because he seems to be having a really good uh, a really good year He's
1: an Exceptional, exception he's
0: exceptional footballer as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Himself or probably McShane from Tyrone. Um, no, he's not. He's McShane. Going, he's not going so uh, He's not going down under. He's yeah, not going because of. Over he was supposed to go
0: yeah, yeah and, and i think there's a few uh, lads coming home as well isn't connor um mm-hmm. mckenna what's his, connor mckenna Thank think yeah. remember the one he, yeah. who was, he was treated very uh very badly
1: yeah
0: he had a, a test over there i think he's coming home and somebody else now i forget the name of the other person but uh yeah it'd be interesting to see it's her own team as well this year actually
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but yeah, a lot to look forward to on the home front.
1: Okay, so that's our, our first name in the hat for the fan giveaway. The uh, the next fan to be thrown into the hat. We're just starting with two tonight. The, the For all of our fans out there, there's two more opportunities, episode five and episode six. So make sure you share the post and get that question in there because at the minute mm-hmm. we've got Cormac and Cousin Steve. <laughs> um, so They've got a 50-50 chance winning that voucher how's it going lads steve here just wanted to know what you think about the GAA split season Um, it's worked out kind of well for him in the in the sense that you know county are getting their fair share of the players and the clubs are getting their fair share of the pass so is it something that you think they'll pick up going forward and do for the next few seasons and see how it goes yeah love to show lads cheers we seem to
0: have a we seem to have a lot of fans called steve
1: yeah yeah they also the same family Um uh, yeah. <laughs> that gentleman seems to be a, a a dublin fan for the last week of september um, <laughs> I well like i don't know how things are hand- handling dublin but i know me like we, we play the first usually first two rounds of the championship take a break for the intercounty championship and then return so it is slightly different this year with playing club first and now looking to make a move on the inter <clears throat> probably poor strategically thinking Um on the GA's behalf, um, but maybe not. Maybe poor is a bit harsh. Um, but I suppose, given what we're facing into now the winter, which we all kind of knew was going to be the the hard bit of COVID. The hard bit, yeah, yeah. Um, to leave their main product operating that window probably a bit short-sighted. But then look, like everyone, like every aspect of society, not just on these shores, but further field, you're just reacting to guidelines and reacting to change as best you can. Yeah um to answer his question which i don't really know what the question is Very <laughs> <different>. <laughs> but i would say um it's going to be an interesting championship yeah
0: and um, it's just pure uh, intercounty championship yeah yeah, it's just pure knockout now, isn't it? It's like the old format Pretty before much. backdoor. Pretty so much, so no backdoor. Yeah, will then you just your four provincial winners and into an all-island semi-final, with you.
1: Yeah, um, it, it, yeah, you've got a lot of people who are against backdoor mm. traditionists who are in favour of just having your county. your provincial champions. Mm. See, see what I think. Um, like I think we've said countless times on this podcast covid is going to show you who the leaders are in sport and who mm. it's a great opportunity for people to start thinking outside the box yeah do real unusual things um and i do think in a number of sports are really going to have to have a hard look at themselves and look at their revenue model and say we can't be reliant on fans and fans alone as a revenue turner. we need to And i don't know what the answer is and um, if i knew the answer is i'd Probably wouldn't be here in this podcast. they will probably be off making that <laughs> exactly yeah. the globe, but they need to look at their revenue models and how can they maximise revenue without further tapping fans. Um, my personal opinion. GA are, are quite guilty on that. Um, fans are a huge driver in revenue for the GA. <clears throat> Massive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but was moving on. Um. We hope and pray that we'll have a a a hurling and a football championship commencing. I think I think it's October seventeenth, so it's a little over a little over a fortnight away, a little under a fortnight away, should I say? Um, hopefully we'll get to a position where we will have that. Um, but what it will look like, even now, we still don't know. Um, but anyway, um, as previously said, GA have cancelled all club activity. Um, I don't think. It's training is cancelled, but I think it's all matches are cancelled. Matches, yeah. Quick round up of a number of county finals over the weekend. Um, Mike Cullen won their first Galway Senior Football Championship, beating Mountbellew Mylock, um, by two twelve to one (laughs) eleven. Um, That's, uh, that,
0: yeah, were you going to say that Mount Bellew my luck was the team that B Corfinn
1: B Carfin, the yeah. other
0: week almost seems fucking pointless now doesn't it <laughs> because they lost the final How you seeing that happen
1: yeah God love them um, yeah yeah buff.
0: absolutely
1: Galway also had the Hurling um, final St. Thomas bet, uh Turlamore sorry um, 114 Turl. to 15 points um, in Offaly Road won their 30th Senior football championship, beating Tullamore, wow. wow. nine to one seven. An incredible game in Cork, and um, senior uh, Harlan, final. Blackrock beat Glen Rovers. They're the two dominant sides in Cork Harlan, For anyone that that, that is aware, beat away a score four twenty six to four eighteen after extra time. Um, bit of controversy, I suppose, with, with Black Rock. Some videos doing social media of their. Um, fan celebration which was not in fitting with i suppose the times and um, mm. we're all currently living through so quite a strange one um back in the only county that matters um, and <laughs> gail column kill got to their the Kells base club got to their first senior football final since 1991 sadly then um, for them they were beaten by a by a uh, smallest of margins one thirteen to one fourteen a goal by, I think with Joey Wallace um pretty much last play of the game seven minutes into extra time heartbreaking for them um in the intermediate I'm gonna go through all the levels I mean in the intermediate trim <laughs> trim were bet again um second year in a row they've been beaten in the intermediate final Ban Bracky gone senior for the first time and in the junior A final you also um Bolivar would have beaten St. Vincent's. Comfortably enough, I think, in the end. Not fully where to the score. And then a little shout-out to the Premier 5, or oh, what is it, Junior Z champions, Sidon, who uh, had victory over a tote. Um And then finally, uh, in the Derry Senior Football Club, probably the most impressive club in the country, if I'm very honest. Lahinel Bemara Felt, 11 points to 1-4. Mm. Um, the size of the population that's Lyonel as a draw, and the results they churn out both on the football field, the Horne Peel field, and the Kimowie pitch. It's phenomenal. Um, they've won another senior uh, Derry championship. Free um, play to y'all! Yeah, great, great to see. They're a great club, a great inspiration to any small club around the country um, of what is possible. Um, moving on, I suppose. We'll do a bit of a quick recap of what's going on around the, around the globe, I suppose. Um, anything you've noticed over the over the weekend, or any? Uh, anything I've noticed?
0: Not really, as such. Um, I suppose the, the two that would have stuck out would be. The incident in San Diego, which you have covered, and Napoli, which we've covered, um, as well.
1: Mm.
0: But there was um, there was something I seen actually on social media. Was it today? And you know the way all these kind of little stories come out after years. And um, one of them was like remember I I mentioned them. Um, Dermot Desmond tried to bring Alex Ferguson yeah. to Celtic when he was a shareholder at United. And then he, he was saying, oh, well, if I am going, it's going to be Corbs, David O'Leary or Martin the other takes over from me. There was, Arsene Wenger has come out and said that Man United did approach him for the Man United job, but he won't say when it was. So it's a bit of mystery surrounding that one yeah. now. The Would Detroit, it have been mm-hmm. when Ferguson said he was leaving in 2014? Mm. Was it when Ferguson said he was going to leave after '99, and his wife convinced him to stay on? We don't know because he won't tell us. Any more inside the internet or
1: international man of mystery? As, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, Speed of Archie, he's actually meant to be. I'm not only been sure what I did. Kind of glimpse an article. I didn't read an article. He's meant to be yeah. making waves within FIFA. Um, I think it's yeah. around kind of youth coaching structures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my, Perfect man for the job there. Yeah. Um. I suppose for myself, other happenings around the world. Um. When I say the world, it's a very narrow world. It's my world. Um, <laughs> only a few, few sports I tend to cover, but NBA Finals, Game 3 was last night. Miami Heat put 2-0 down. Came back, recorded a 115 point victory. Not 115 point victory, 115 to 104 victory over the Lakers Jimmy Butler playing with a bunch of toys and a bunch of beaten up players dropped 40 <laughs> points 11 rebounds 13 assists to claw them back into the championship Now I still do think and I think Berg would have touched on that pretty much a good call I think probably be a gentleman sweep for one Um but you've got to admire Jimmy Butler's desire um, to pull them back into that contest um elsewhere as i didn't pre-
0: actually sorry sorry was this the game where um lebron walked off 10 seconds before the final whistle uh,
1: no i only I seen, read that so much nice only seen the result ah. last night you haven't really had a chance to go back and watch it Um had watched the previous two games antonio yeah. uh anthony davis was phenomenal need to stop calling him antonio Um <laughs> Uh, down under in the Australian Rugby League, the NRL. Uh, as you know, the finals started. Well, you might know, but I keep ramming down your throat, so it's going to go in <laughs> one of these days. Um, Panthers finished top, beat defending champions Roosters. Narrow margin there. Canberra Raiders beat the Cronulla Sharks to eliminate the Sharks. Storm defeated the Eels. The Storm now get the boy and the Eels head back into the elimination. Final and the Rabidos, the side owned by Russell Crowe, defeated the Knights. Interesting story. I don't know if, if you've heard this about Sam Burgess, no? <clears throat> no. Nope. Former South Sydney player, would have also played union for England. <clears throat> is currently being investigated for a plethora of allegations ranging from drug abuse um, to domestic abuse. Um, just a wild story. Anyone with 10 minutes to spare just google Sam Burgess and you'll see all these latest articles some of the allegations are insane Um but I won't say any more on that because they're all allegations um, and then I suppose this weekend you've got the Roosters against the Raiders a repeat of last year's grand final and the Eels are gonna play the Bunnies on Saturday Storm and the Panthers as discussed are on a buy and the last bit from myself October seventeenth is going to be a crucial day, I think. So, in addition to the GA Club Championship we're starting back, we're also due the Champions Cup final or the European Rugby Cup final. It's been mm. cast a bit of doubt considering that nine Racing Metro players and staff have tested cos- uh, positive for COVID nineteen there over the course of Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, Going to be an interest one to watch as that develops over the next fortnight um yeah and to interject doctor
0: um i'm trying to think of something there now because <laughs> i i gone through social media another way like you see you see so you see like a headline but you don't go into the article And you're like, oh, that's very interesting. I might go back to that later on. And you never do, but it kind of sticks in your head and then you get a text or something. Yeah, I can't really think of anything uh, new, I suppose. Poor uh, scenes from some very top, well-paid and talented players who should should be leading by example, more often uh, there was, uh, I think, I think,
1: uh, Ed Woodward. I can say, uh, oh, look, that's why I didn't sign him. <laughs> Character, flaw. Character flaw,
0: There was a, a couple of lads basically, uh, got into trouble. Tammy Abraham was one of them. Uh, I think Ben Chilwell as well. And I know Jaden Sancho's name is thrown in there. Yeah. Basically, they broke coronavirus lockdown rules in, in, in the UK and they were, uh, they were having a party. We don't condone. Anything outside of what's recommended yeah. in whatever restriction level or phase
1: that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. Stand by that. Um I one last thing by me actually. Just remembered. Uh if you're an ice hockey fan, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup, um I think it was over the weekend. Um and that may actually be their maiden NHN title. NHL title, very much willing to be corrected on that. I don't think Tampa Bay as a mm-hmm. being in South Florida is 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 a ice hockey stronghold. So that's an achievement for them. It's a bit like uh, when Santo Halpin um broke onto the Cork t- team and he said his mom's from Fermanagh and his father's from Fiji. neither <laughs> a hoarding stronghold. Stronghold, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think we might wrap it up yeah 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 uh, thanks very much for your questions yeah and um, bear in mind as well you have two more opportunities so share the post tag us send us in a fan question you'll be entered into the draw to win that 60 pound voucher for usasports.co.uk hopefully we'll be back next week back to a full compliment and um, mm-hmm. as he's not here this week and um, doctor would you like to sign us off
0: um yes that was season two episode four of the three busted bar stills apologies for barracks non attendance day but he did have other commitments uh, we appreciate all your fan questions we appreciate your follows and do recommend us share our um share our, our instagram send it on to friends send it on to colleagues send it on to family members join in the action don't be afraid to send in questions um and thank you very much
1: yeah
0: stay right f- be the doctor stay yeah. safe yes stay please safe
1: do